Chapter 3. Muriel had never seen a human die this close up before. How had she avoided it this long? And she knew, as she watched, that she had been avoiding it. She'd seen humans killed by accident, but she was rarely called to a place where the dying were getting busy. Well, dying. This was an exception, a strange request from the maker, that she join this couple just before one of them passed on. What happens? She glanced at Chariel. He waited patiently, face impassive, watching. The man was asleep again. The nurse had come in with more pain medication, and he'd nodded off, but his breathing was different, harsher. Eliza had noticed, brow furrowed, as she sat by his side. You don't know? The seraphim looked surprised. Well, I know, she replied. I mean, generally. I just meant, I've never paid attention to what happens. After. More like she'd avoided it like the plague. She liked to think of the couples she joined being together forever. It always saddened her to know that those bonds would ultimately be severed. If not by divorce, then inevitably death. She hated death, even the thought of it. Look at the center of his soul. He nodded toward the bed. Muriel saw more than a pinprick of light now. There was a golden orb there, about the size of a golf ball. That's the essence. The essence? Human essence? Muriel moved closer, curious in spite of herself. The man on the bed stopped breathing, just for a moment, like a skip on a record, and then resumed again. Eliza gasped, and Muriel did too, until Norman took another ragged breath. The alarm in Eliza's eyes began to fade, although her body remained tense. She senses it's almost over. He's fading. That's the soul's essence, he explained, and that's what I collect when their time here is up. He folded his wings behind him, lowering himself to the floor. So what is all this? She gestured to the darkness, reddish-blue now instead of black, surrounding the golden orb. She would have easily been able to hit that target now. The soul's experience. She remembered Jerry's excitement when she found out they were targeting a black soul. Such a rare thing. Strange to consider someone else's pain as a prized possession. Another notch on Jerry's belt, and a considerable one at that, one that might become legendary. But when she looked at Norman, at the sum of his experience on Earth, she just felt sad. How could something so beautiful and bright be buried under the weight of darkness? She found it ironic that, in the human world, gold was so precious. Did humans somehow know or sense that this golden sphere was at the center of every being? Were they intuitively trying to get back to their essence? In the soul's world, gold was indeed precious, but not because it was scarce. In the human world, they buried their golden souls in darkness and spent their existence seeking it once again.